This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time, La Liga edition. We're at the halfway stage of the season. Well, nearly 189 of the 380 matches scheduled are in the book. If you back Barcelona to win every single game this season, you would be in profit. 5.1 points up. If you punted Elche to win every single game, you'd be down. Minus 19. They haven't won a fixture in La Liga. Inaki Williams may have missed out for the first time after 251 consecutive appearances in La Liga last time out. But Rory Barlow, editor of Football España, you are keeping your run going for us. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. It was a, as we were saying, it was a minor profitable week, but nevertheless a profitable week last week. Um, I was, yeah, I feel, I, I feel like there's nothing more frustrating because I think if you get a bet wrong and it's totally kind of off the cuff and and nothing that you thought happens happens, you kind of just accept that that's wrong. But if you get the analysis right and then the game kind of twists on a, a minute detail or somebody misses a big chance, that's when it angers me. Um, or maybe anger is a bit too strong. Irritates me is probably a bit, bit, bit more accurate. And then Alexander Surlot, who should have been more accurate, did irritate me when he didn't score last weekend, and that would have put me in a, a nice, healthier profit. But uh, yes, but, oh, it would have been. been. Yeah, not too bad. We're, we're moving in the right direction, uh, certainly. Um, just before we get into the selections, because we've got six for our listeners this week. In terms of transfers, we know that. The Premier League in England is the big daddy when it comes to transfer deadline day. Doesn't happen so much across Europe. Anything of note that betters potentially should take out of what happened in La Liga when it comes to transfers, Rory? Obviously, Joao Felix was kind of his exit was the the major news. It's no no longer sort of big news in at Chelsea in terms of incomings, but uh, Joao Felix is a loss to them. Memphis Depay came in, and I think. Atleti should be on a sort of upward curve. Despite that, Matt Doherty's in at right back, which is not necessarily a major addition, but it does give them depth. Um, and Barcelona-wise, Bellerin is gone. Piquet has obviously gone from... He's retired. And then in addition to that, Memphis has gone as well. So you are looking at a shorter Barcelona squad. They do go on a run in the Europa League. That's something to bear in mind. Real Madrid's... Didn't bring anyone in. They've got a few injuries too. So we're starting to see, I think, the impact of the World Cup, the impact of all these kind of games clogging together. And uh, down at the bottom, Espanyol brought in Denis Suarez and a couple of others. Um, Vidalid also a couple of good sort of World Cup additions. Kyle Laren from the Canadian team um, and Salim Alala from the Moroccan team. So there's a, there's a couple of uh, couple of ones to kind of 
keep your eye on down at the bottom. I think Valladolid and Espanyol should have benefited. Sevilla as well. A couple of decent additions in Brian Hill and Pape Gay, which should just help beef out their squad a little bit and give them a few more options. Yeah, one or two names to look out for between now and the end of the season. Certainly the next few games, potentially they could make an impact. We're going to kick off the first of six picks with a Friday night game, nine o'clock local, 3 p.m. Eastern, Athletic Club against Cadiz, minus 245 Athletic Club. They are short Cadiz, plus 750. The draw, plus 375. Our reference, Iñaki Williams, who didn't play, didn't feature for Athletic Club at the weekend for the first time in a long, long time. Will he be fit to take part? He's plus 650 to score first. He's plus 285 to score at any time. Does he make that much of a difference, Rory? Well, he does make a difference in terms of the way that Athletic play. Because Athletic, if they have Inyaki Williams in the side, he generally kind of plays off the kind of last defender. And so you drive the opposition defence back. In this particular game, Inyaki, I don't think, makes a huge amount of difference unless Athletic go up up early in the game because carry 13 is going to sit back anyway so the Inyaki effect is kind of reduced greatly you're better off having his brother Nico in the side you're better off perhaps even having Guruteta who scored a, a brace or a hat-trick in the first game um, of the season between the two Athletic won that 4-0 away from home but I think we're seeing a different Cardiff side we're seeing a better Cardiff side and we're seeing a team that's kind of putting results together more or less they are a lot stronger at home, I think, than they are away from home. That factors into this. And it's an athletic club side that are struggling. They've just, the one kind of um, significant win in the Copa del Rey against Valencia, 3-1, but they've no wins in La Liga since they came back from the break. Um, and yeah, just one goal in the four. Um, they really need to kind of find a win here. So that's kind of where I'm angling this game at, is that, this is a Friday night at San Mamez. It's going to be pretty raucous. Cadiz are a side that have given them problems at home before. But I think in terms of necessity, the fact that Cadiz won last weekend, they beat Mallorca, big relegation kind of six-pointer. That eases kind of the necessity for them, even if it does put them in good form. Whereas uh, you look at Athletic Club, they've got a couple of difficult fixtures on the horizon. Barcelona are coming up pretty pretty shortly after this. So they've got Valencia coming and this Cadiz game. Those are two games that they really, really need to win in order to kind of put themselves back into a comfortable zone and, and not spiralling into crisis mode, as they say. Um, the, the bet I've gone for here, the bet I'm going for is Athletic to win plus under 3.5 goals. We know that neither of these teams are particularly given to goals um, and that comes back at plus at minus 112 last time I checked. So yeah, Athletic Just on- to win this. Yeah, just on Athletic Club, can they put that um, Copa del Rey semi-final on the back burner? I was just looking at the dates. It seems ridiculous that we've got the first leg of the semi-final early March and then the second leg in April. It does give the opportunity for both Athletic Club and Osasuna, who've been drawn together, so one's going to get through to the final, maybe to put that to the back of their minds. Because you've talked on the show, Rory, that, that Osasuna have targeted to a certain extent progress in the Copa del Rey with alterations ahead of cup games in midweek. Yeah, definitely. I think Athletic Club as well are, uh, they're uh, muy copero. Like they're, I don't know how to quite translate that, but they're like a very much a cup team. They like the cup. They they focus on it quite a lot. So I think the fact that it's so far in advance should help. It should help them focus and, and get back on form before they go into that tie. Same with Osasuna. I think these are two teams that are very good, but once you start asking them to play 
a week sort of two games a week then the limits of their squad become a bit more obvious their key players become a bit more tired and and we saw that again against um Elche when Osasuna drew that game Aridane started that game and Aridane can be good but in recent weeks has been an absolute bomb scare um, and so if he's in the side I would maybe sort of uh, yeah, look at that and rethink your bet, perhaps, if you're betting on us this weekend. Yeah, also soon that does not feature amongst our selections. Athletic Club to win and under three and a half goals in their match against Cadiz does. That's priced at minus 1-1-2 at the moment. Let's move on to Saturday, 4-15 local, 10-15 Eastern. Elche against Villarreal. Elche plus 380, Villarreal minus 139, the draw plus 300 here. Elche on course, perhaps, for the lowest ever points all in La Liga. Uh, Hijon in the 97-98 season, 13 points, two wins. Obviously, if their second half of the season uh, replicates their first half of the season, they'll only get 12. They don't do themselves any favours, do they? Because I noted they had another player sent off in their weekend defeat at Sevilla, Rory. Yeah, they're they're the biggest sort of uh, perpetrators of shooting themselves in the foot this season. Elche, I mean, it, it's just it's part of being sort of a at times badly coached side, at times badly constructed side, um, and I think the morale and the sort of mentality there is such that if they go down against a sort of better team, then it tends to kind of fall apart fairly quickly. And you saw you saw that against Sevilla. Um, who are a team that, again, as we say, don't score that many goals, but Elche just kind of collapsed again in that first half. And they did have the, those kind of two draws on the bench. There's the Osasuna and the Cadiz draw. But as I say, there was that Osasuna side that weren't quite focused. It was a Cadiz side that they kind of got a wee bit lucky with a goal. So this is kind of my weekly against Elche bet, um, so to speak. I've gone Villarreal plus over 1.5 goals. That's That's your... I think Villarreal will win this game fairly, not necessarily easily, but I think they're they're good odds to win. So it's just, how do you get value out of that? It's plus 104 at over 1.5. I think Villarreal in recent weeks have been creating a lot of chances. They've not been finishing them. Gerard Moreno has been back in form, but just not quite putting them away. So I think against an Elche side, they've just come off a home defeat to Rayo Vallecano as well, which I think is significant. I, I'm always quite keen to to look at sort of the way that the mindset is of teams just after they've come off a defeat or just after they've come off a victory, how that influences them. I talked about it with Cadiz and Athletic there. I think Villarreal need this game. And I think if you were to say that this was a Villarreal side that was coming in kind of off the back of two, three wins on the bounce or, or a winner, a couple wins in a draw, they wouldn't be perhaps as focused. But the fact that they need this means that they will be sort of more intense from the start. And if they can match Elche's intensity, then they will win this game because they do have better quality. So, so yeah, Elche, their limitations, I didn't quite believe their caddy for Osasuna draws, um, and thus I'm back in Villarreal over 1.5 plus 104. And a red card given, incidentally, is plus 290 in that fixture. Let's move on to some Sunday fixtures. We've got four games on Sunday to take a look at. All of the games, of course, are streamed on the Bet Rivers app. Um, uh, Mallorca Real Madrid, we're going to go to next. This is Sunday, 2 p.m. local, so it's 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Real Madrid's our favourites, minus 136, which is a fair price away from home. You don't get them that big that often. Plus 440 Mallorca, draw plus 265 here. If you've been back in Real Madrid away from home, you are 3.6 points in profit if you just back them blindly. They've won eight 
from 10 away. They are better, Rory, away from home than they are on their own patch, it would appear, this season. Yeah, I think that's kind of referencing what we were discussing last week in terms of this is a league now where the teams that are the bigger teams are better away from home because the, the home teams have to come out a bit more. They have to show a bit more ambition. And so you get teams that are more likely to to play a bit with them. And so that leaves a bit more space. And I, th- I think that benefits Real Madrid and Barcelona greatly. And you, you kind of saw it against um, Real Betis last night. Barcelona beat Betis 2-1. And I think at Camp Nou, it would have been much easier for Manuel Pellegrini to sit them at a 5, 10 yards deeper. But when you have 60,000 fans sort of backing you to the hilt, but also you need to give them something to, to sort of egg you on or something, it, the nerves kind of settle in if you're just kind of sat back there and you're not doing anything. Um, and plus, I think Mallorca will put up a good fight here. Generally, they've won at home and lost away so far since the kind of World Cup break. That's been significant, but this is not the same Mallorca side that I saw before the break. They were on really good form before the break. They were really kind of taking it to teams. Those two wins that they have got at home, one of them was against five leads, and it was fairly fortunate the other one was kind of a very tight win as well. Kanjin Lee has been a bit distracted by transfer rumours. I think he wanted to move. Well, he did want to move to the Premier League and didn't get it. And so I think between him and Marici, those two are the key pair. You look at the first fixture at the Bernabeu, I think Real Madrid won out three or four, one it was. Um, But Mallorca kind of pushed them and they gave a good fight and sort of had their chances as well. But yeah, I just think Real Madrid are going to win it. I think if you have the chance to back Real Madrid at a decent enough price away from home against the sort of middling to bottom side, then this is not a bad place to go with it. And on Real Madrid's kind of perspective, even though they drew at the weekend against Real Sociedad, that was the best I think I've seen Real Madrid play in two, three months. They were they were good. And Real Sociedad are also a good side. Alex Ramiro and goal had an, a stunning game. He was in very impressive so so yeah there's enough evidence there for me to say that Real Madrid are going to win these two games before their break before the break they're playing Valencia tonight and Mallorca away from home on Sunday as you say and I think they'll get a win at minus 136 as you said yeah minus 136 minus 132 there has been a little bit of support for Real Madrid over the course of the last 24 hours or so uh, Girona against Valencia next. This is a 10.15 a.m. Eastern kickoff, 4.15 local. Girona plus 128. Valencia uh, plus 2.25. The draw plus 2.45. So make a case for all of these results, potentially. Word on Gennaro Gattuso because he's gone. Uh, who's in charge now, Rory? We've got Voro back for the eighth time he's become interim manager. He's... I think he's got a better win rate than the seven of the previous last nine permanent managers. He's also managed more games in total than seven of the previous last <laughs> nine managers because they keep sacking so many of them. Has he ha- ever had the job permanently, Voro? No, every now and then there's like sort of a hint of maybe we should just give him a job permanently. This season, they might actually just roll with him until the end of the season because I think it's, well, it is a poison chalice and who really wants to take Valencia when they're a point above the relegation zone and sort of have a bit of a mismatched squad. So, so yeah, they they might be ending up with him for the rest of the season. But, yeah, Valencia, I think, well, one win in their last 10, 11 games in La Liga, one clean sheet in that time against Real Madrid. I think they'll try and put in a sterling effort. But, again, I, I was referencing the fact that 
teams below that kind of top two or three struggle with the midweek sort of exertions. The fact that Valencia have been playing midweek in, midweek out for the last three, four weeks with the Super Cup, I think that influences, that makes them more tired, more susceptible to mistakes. Whereas you get Girona that are coming in, they've been playing once a week for the last three, four weeks. They've been playing pretty well, not always had the results, got beat by Barcelona 1-0 last week. They got beat by Villarreal a couple of weeks ago, but they have been playing well. And both those games, again, were kind of false friends in terms of goals, chances wise, in terms of XG, in terms of the games themselves. They deserved more goals in them. Girona probably should have scored at least one, maybe could have conceded another against Barcelona as well. So I expect the goals to be back up in this one. We know how how much Girona like goals, and I think it's just two. I think I think they've had four matches this season which haven't gone over one point five, um, which really goes to show you just how many goals they do include in their games. And this is a Valencia side that, although I do think they'll go a bit more defensive under Voro. I think that there's enough mistakes in them to concede at least one. And once that first goal goes in, that's when you get more kind of, yeah, a bit, a bit more of an open game because one team is sort of incumbent upon them. Uh, so I've gone Girona tie plus one, uh, Girona or tie over 1.5 at minus one, two, nine. And I think, yeah, it's not beyond the realms that Valencia get a draw here, but I do think they'll concede. So 1-1, one, 2-1 one, one, Girona is kind of what I'm looking at in this game. So we're looking for overs and we're looking for Girona to get a positive result in that particular fixture. Let's move on to Real Sociedad against Valladolid. Sociedad here is very short. They're minus money, minus 230. Valladolid plus 650. Over and under mark here. Overs is plus 100. Under is minus 125. This is 12.30 Eastern on Sunday. Um, you referenced Real Madrid's game against Lariel. Lariel rode their luck to a certain extent. Didn't get one or two decisions uh, either. Um, big win for Valladolid last week at Valencia that we've talked about after a horrid run prior to that. What is the selection here, Rory? What are you going for? Yeah, I'm going for Lariel to win to nil. At plus one oh six, and I think if you if you're looking on the Bet Rivers app, I think that does come in as uh, Real Sociedad to win and under zero point five goals for Real, uh, Real Valladolid. If you want to kind of bet on that, finally Real Sociedad have a break in midweek, and so they've had eight nine injuries they've been dealing with over recent weeks, which it's kind of shows you the remarkable run they've been on. But they have had the chance to recover this week. They're a little bit without a right back. But as you say, against Real Madrid, even if they were lucky to an extent, they were also very good. Um, and they could have had a goal. I think, well, I mentioned that Zerlot chance. The Take Kubo was fantastic. Really, really good. And they caused Real Madrid problems too. They didn't score against Barcelona or Real Madrid, but they did demonstrate that they belong at that level. And I think coming up against the Valladolid side, who will be motivated and and sort of energetic. I'm not sure that's enough against this kind of level of side, the level that Real La Real are playing at. And so, so yeah, I do see a home win here. Valladolid were decent against Valencia, and I always think they put in a decent enough performance, a decent enough fight. But the contrast between them at home and away from home is pretty stark. 18th in the away table. They've got the joint worst away attack, just five goals. Lariel are not as defensively solid as they were last season at home when they just won 1-0 pretty much every home game. But uh, yeah, this is a Valladolid side that is, um, yeah, I think they've just had four points away. I think Lariel are really likely to win this game. 
And I think, yeah, I just can't really see Vidalit scoring, although they did bring in sort of those those newer players um, in the transfer market. As I said, this is a game that Real Sociedad are going to win, in my view. Um, plus 106 if you do do back us at Winternil. Real Sociedad to Winternil, plus 106. Look for Real Sociedad in the win market and under 0.5 goals uh, for Vidalit in that if you want to play the same game parlay effectively. Uh, L'Oreal four clean sheets in the last five in the league. Uh, finally, big game of the weekend, Barcelona against Sevilla. Well, would have been the big game of the weekend if Sevilla haven't have had such a poor campaign, but it's still fairly big. Barcelona minus 315 here. Sevilla plus 900, draw plus 475. Uh, unders and overs here. Over two and a half goals is minus 157. Under two and a half goals is plus 128. This is nine o'clock. Uh, Sunday local. So for US betters, 6 p.m. Eastern. Perfect time. Got the league leaders uh, last up across uh, this match week. Word on Robert Lewandowski. Obviously, when he was out of the side, Barcelona was still winning, but they weren't scoring. Against Real Betis in midweek, he scored. He's plus 180 to be the first goal scorer, minus 162 to score at any time. Do Barcelona play differently when he is in the side. It's a very small sample size, but when he's out, do we go unders? When he's in, do we go overs? Is it that simple? Do they play in a slightly different way, Rory? They do, but I think it's almost just as key to highlight the fact that Usman Dembele is out. I think the fact he's kind of the game breaker in terms of if there's a stacked defence against them, they'll give the ball to him. Lewandowski, he's not actually played fantastically in the last kind of month or so when he's been playing, but he is a goal scorer. You give him that one chance. He, he scored against Real Betis last night. got the winner. He scored against Real Madrid in the Super Cup. He, he is just, if they can create the chances, he will score. But this is the Barcelona side that's been creating that many chances. And so he's almost kind of, a, it, it's almost kind of, um, it doesn't really matter how well he's playing. He will score depending on the amount of chances he gets. So, so it's just incumbent on Barcelona to actually create those chances. And recently, they've not been vintage. Um, I took a sip of water just before this to explain where I'm going with this bet. But <laughs> I'm going half a unit each on Barcelona to win. And the first half unit's going on under 3.5 goals. And the second half is going on win to nil. So essentially, both of them are, are, are relatively similar. I don't think Barcelona are going to concede in this game, but I don't think they're going to put on a goleada. But you give yourself a wee bit of safety catch. And they're both plus 108. So... You kind of you may as well, I think, if you hedge your bets in that sense. If you want to put them both on, that comes back. I think it was at plus one six five last time I looked. So, um, if it's not bad to just kind of bump that up a bit if you're if you're really fancying it. But yeah, I mean, as I say, it's not a vintage Barcelona side. They're not a side that's been creating lots of chances of late. They've conceded just seven goals all season. They conceded just once at home which is, um, again, yeah, pretty good stat to kind of back up my my prediction here. Um, but they haven't scored more than two since the 23rd of October either. That's seven games in La Liga. Um, in, in La Liga, that is, they've scored more than two in the Super Cup. But, but yeah, it's just not a vintage Barcelona. They're getting the job done, but they're not really impressing. Um, next week, they've got break as well. So I think this is very much a win this game at camp now, Sunday night, and then we can get have a couple of days off and, and actually sort of refocus before another load of games come at us. How long is Dembele out for? Do we know, Rory? 
there's been a bit of debate about this. Some are saying three weeks, others are saying five. It's a muscular injury, and apparently it depends very much on how he responds, which in the past, granted, Dembele has not responded very well to muscular injuries, so I'd be tempted to go on the higher side of that. He's supposed to be out for, I think, at least the first leg of the Manchester United game, um, probably missing the Real Madrid first leg of the Copa del Rey as well, but might be back. I'm thinking most of February he's going to be out. Five assists for Barcelona in La Liga. That's the team high for Dembele. He is going to be a miss. Therefore, we are going unders to a certain extent. Barcelona to win and under three and a half goals is plus 108. Split your stakes here. And Barcelona to win to nil is also plus 108. Obviously, they both can win. Uh, That wraps up the selections. Let's just remind everyone of the picks uh, from Rory for this particular match week from La Liga. We go Athletic Club against Cadiz. Athletic to win under three and a half goals and minus one, one, two. Elche, Villarreal, Villarreal to win over one and a half goals at around about plus 104. Uh, Real uh, Mallorca against Real Madrid. Real Madrid to win around about minus 132. Girona, Valencia, Girona or the tie um, and over one and a half goals is around about pl- uh, minus one thirty, and uh, Real Sociedad against Valladolid, Real Sociedad to win to nil, uh, plus one hundred six. And finally, Rory, you can rattle through your Barcelona Sevilla selection here. Big game of the weekend, obviously on Sunday night locally. What are you going for, Barcelona Sevilla? Barcelona to win half a unit on under three point five goals as well, and half a unit on win to nil, and that's plus one hundred eight for both of them. We well, are moving in the right direction. <laughs> we, we are moving in the right direction. A little bit of a profit last week. We've got six picks for you there over the weekend. Uh, Rory, thanks for your company. Make sure you're across all of the Betting Weekly Extra Time content at Because We Win. And we'll be back next week for more La Liga previews. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network. 